0: Hello everyone, welcome to Chibi and Chill, the anime podcast. Welcome back if you are a subscriber, if you're continuously listening, thank you so much. If you're new here also, hi, welcome to the show. I'm Ryan, your nerdy weeby host. And in this podcast, we talk about all things anime, manga, be it new shows, new manga that's coming out, new industry news, the history of anime, the history of different genres, the best of the best, the strongest of the strongest, and everything in between. is no holds barred, everything anime. So just some little updates from the past week or so. It's been a big week this week. So finally, the new Apple Podcast only subscription is finally live. I've teased this a little bit in the past couple of episodes. And finally, new weekly episodes of anime and manga content are here on apple podcast for subscribers so every week the top five anime and manga news stories for that week over the past seven days the episodes will post every sunday so it's a nice weekend episode for the podcast exclusive to apple podcast you can pay monthly or pay yearly and there's a free seven-day trial to get you started it's exclusive content and listeners you will not find this anywhere else It's available in all regions, in all currencies, and all payments, don't worry, are securely taken through Apple. They deal with all that side, so it's all safe. So a sneak peek into two of the stories I'll be talking about this week, this Sunday's episode. One is the new solo levelling anime that we've seen, and also I'll be going through the details and all of the awesome new shows that are coming in Crunchyroll's spring anime lineup. It's a huge list, there's some big hitters in there and I'll be going through the entire set with you. So that is available now, it's completely fresh, it's really new. And if you are a big anime fan, take a look at the promotional artwork that's on Apple Podcasts and see if you can tell what anime that was inspired by. And let me know on social media, do you recognise where that's from? Also, one very last thing before we start the show properly... There's transcripts for all the episodes now. So you can go onto rss.com, find my RSS feed up for the podcast, the website for the podcast if you like, and on there you'll find transcripts for all the episodes. It's better for accessibility, it's better to follow the show along, and it's great for chapter searching as well. You can kind of go through the transcript and find the fact that you wanted to find out or catch up where you left off and read it in your own time if you want to. It's a great little addition. It's such a small little update, but I think it's something nice to add to the episodes and it gives you guys a little bit more security if you want more accessibility for the shows and maybe it helps you guys out in other ways so i hope that helps i hope they do do something for you i hope to help and if not it's nice to know that they're there just in case right that is enough For that kind of stuff so last week it was all about one piece an anime that has very very quickly taken over my anime watch list i've completely become obsessed with it and last week it was all about the powers of the devil fruits that we find within one piece and at the time of recording this i've just finished season two of the anime series and i'm on to episode 136 or 137 so starting Season 3 on Crunchyroll, so finally, finally, it feels like I've been on Season 2 forever, it feels like I've been on there for so long. But if you're a fan of One Piece and have missed that episode, go and check it out, it's, it's really interesting. So today's episode is all about a specific genre of anime, and this genre of anime is one that I kind of discovered by accident and has quickly become one of the ones that I absolutely love to dive back into now and again. And that genre is Isekai anime. So in this episode, we'll go through the history of Isekai, both from a anime and a manga sense. And we'll look at some of the best shows that you can check out as part of the genre. So today, it seems that there's an anime genre for everyone, no matter what your taste is, what you're into, with hundreds of anime titles being added every year. And one of my favourites, like I just said, is the Isekai genre. And I think Isekai is one of the funnest genres of anime in the fantasy genre of anime so isekai is a subgenre of the fantasy genre of anime with a the core theme or element being that a character is transported to another world so this genre has become one of the most popular within anime and the west is no stranger to this concept it sounds really new but it's really not so think alice in wonderland peter pan the wizard of oz all these famous titles could be considered works of Izekai or would fit into that genre because they travel to a different world, something separate, a world that's separate to theirs, their normal world. So the concept of Izekai has been around for centuries. The name Izekai is more of a modern name for the genre, only being used for the past decade or so. So prior to the Izekai label, these titles were described as trapped in another world, quote unquote, and really found a good start in manga before anime and i think the name trapped in another world is definitely much more on the nose than izakai so there are some kind of general rules so in izakai the main character must be either physically or mentally spirited away to another world or reborn into this new world in a new form or a more powerful form than their previous one more often than not it's always more powerful with a certain skill or a certain magical item There's something that very prominently changes how the character is in the new world. A lot of the time, a lot of the ones I've seen, it's usually a more timid, shy or kind of clumsy or socially awkward character in the human, our world, the regular world. And they somehow magically get transported into a magical fantasy world and they become like this all shooting, all guns blazing, amazing, magical, powerful character. And there's no real rule for the type of world they have to go into. Sometimes these worlds may just be a slight alteration to our world. It may be a completely different timeline. It could be an alternative timeline to our world. Or it could be a complete separate time in place, time in history, time in space. It could be anywhere. This is completely open to imagination and creativity in this genre. And most recently, video games have seemed to become a great, setting for this kind of genre and this anime style so with the massive popularity of anime titles such as sword art online and overlord really being key titles of this sort of setting or adventure style so the traditional plot of the genre is the main character tries to find their way back to their world after falling into the next one and we see their adventure of how they go about this task the people they meet, the characters they kind of either fall in love with or make friends with or make enemies with and kind of discover why they've fallen into this new world, why they've been transported there or reborn there and try and find out what their purpose is for why the universe or why something has caused them to be there. And most recently, the genre has many storylines that instead of it being this grand adventure, it's many storylines have... Some focus on the character trying to exist in the world instead of being fighting against it or trying to escape it. So instead they become an integral part of that world and actually don't actually try and go back to their own region or own home. Think of it more of a slice of life style anime rather than an action. There's also reverse izakai. So this is where a plot is reversed and a character from a magical fantasy world is brought through into the normal everyday world of ours. These aren't quite as common, they're kind of hard to find. It's not as, maybe it's not as exciting, someone coming into our world and dealing with bills and things. It's not as exciting or as sexy as going into a magical fairy world. However, they do exist. So let's take a deep dive into the history of the Isekai genre. So what does the word Isekai actually mean? So the word Isekai, spelled I-S-E-K-A-I, can be translated as Different World or Other World. So it's still kind of on the nose, but more, it sounds nicer than the Trapped in Another World title. So the Isekai storytelling genre of literature actually can be traced back several centuries, with the first classic Japanese piece of literature being Urashima Taru written by Iwaya Sazanami in the Meiji period. So this story is a fairy tale all about a fisherman transported to the underworld dragon palace after rescuing a sea turtle. So the f- fisherman spent some time in the castle with the princess Otohime and Otohime gave a jewel box to the fisherman but forbade him from opening it. The fisherman decided to return to his hometown believing he just spent seven days underwater but soon he discovered that centuries had passed and he opened the box out of curiosity smoke burst out of the box and enveloped the fisherman who quickly aged into an elderly man so assuming he didn't actually age while he was down there. Yoroshima was so popular they received literary and animated adaptions and the first recorded animated adaption of Yoroshima was in 1918. So that story does sound kind of interesting it sounds kind of a little bit like The Little Mermaid, but a little bit darker. I wonder what happens to him. Does he just turn into another jewel in the jewellery box? Or is it literally just smoke in the box? So the first Isekai anime aired back in 1983 and was a mecha anime called Aura Battler Dunbine. Way back in an earlier episode of the podcast in the History series, we spoke about how popular the mecha anime genre was in the 80s and how that kind of really shaped the anime genres throughout the industry at the time and how it's continued to be a continuous trend even if a smaller one it always seems to be in the background current of the anime industry so isekai manga was extremely popular among the shoujo young girl demographic of the 1990s with you watase's side note if i really butchered that name i'm really sorry fushiji yugi being a breakout hit amongst other titles such as Far Far Away by Chihei Shinohara and Magic Knight Rayearth by Clamp. Clamp we know of by making titles such as Car Sakura. That was one of my favourite anime as a kid growing up and it's so gorgeous. The artwork for that is just stunning. So Izekai. Manga produced during this time all focused on teenage girls who found themselves in a new world with magic and epic battles and they often had a romance storyline. So often the teen would find true love in this new world and have to choose between staying in their lovely fantasy world with their love interest or heading back to their regular life back home. One of the most famous works of Izakai is really, really famous. I'm sure you would have heard of it. And it's Inuyasha, which became a hugely popular here in the West due to its adaptation, which aired in America in the 2000s. And I can't remember how long that took to, to the UK or Ireland, but it's roughly the same time. It's been years since I've watched Inuyasha, but that is such an iconic anime. It's absolutely recommend. In fact, I haven't watched it for a very long time. It could be horrible in hindsight, but I'm sure it'll still be good. I still recommend it, I hope. <laughs> so unlike other Izakai protagonists, the characters in Inuyasha could freely move between the two worlds, present day and the feudal Japan. So this is probably the last well-known Izekai of the era of that kind of time. And there was a severe demographic shift in the industry during that time over the next decade. I think it's always interesting when a genre starts out aiming for a very specific demographic and then they realise how wide the genre could be and how more diverse the genre could be and start to really integrate the creativity of the mangakas and the storyline writers for anime series into the work and into the storylines because they may have started out really focusing on the romance side but then they I think they must have quickly realised actually this could really go into more epic battle sides, more magician sides, more there's some that are insane kind of ridiculous ones today and I'll touch on them a little bit later. But the genre is so wide and it's thanks to the openness and the kind of almost vagueness of the genre that allows it to explore and bloom different stories and arcs and types of characters that you won't really see in other types of anime. Funnily enough Digimon Adventure which we talked about in a couple episodes ago even counts as a type of izakai anime because of how the characters end up in a alternative world the digital world and although they can move freely between the worlds, it's only the same as Inuyasha, where they could move freely between the time periods. Because it's a more nostalgic series, especially the original Digimon Adventure series, the anime isn't often tagged with the Aitikai genre tag, since the naming of the genre really only has recently started. And I think older series don't really get tagged with it. They usually fall more into shonen or adventure, kind of the normal kind of genres for anime. But I didn't originally think of Digimon as an izakai until I kind of did some more digging for this podcast episode. So that is really interesting. It kind of, looking into new genres and looking at their tropes and their arcs, it kind of makes you think about different anime series that you already know of and already maybe you grew up with and maybe you've not visited for a long time and kind of think of them in a different way. So modern izakai titles also work more with blending in elements of the modern world, such as smartphones, social media, and even areas of the internet that have become immensely popular, such as the ASMR stuff on TikTok. ASMR has been really popular, but I've seen a massive bloom of it on TikTok. Not just for the Isekai genre, but I always find it really almost bizarre when you start seeing smartphones and social media and all this kind of technology that we live with day by day. In anime, I don't know if that's because I'm so used to seeing '90s, '2000s anime where it's a really chunky TV and a really big phone or a mechanical keyboard. I find it really almost jarring to see a smartphone or social media shown in an anime. And I don't know if that's just me. I it just it's so strange. So thanks to the openness and the creativity of the genre of Izekai anime, there are some some titles that are kind of weirder than life and kind of you have to see them to believe them one of them is a new anime being shown this week it's got its own trailer come out and it's all about a character that becomes a dummy head microphone for girls who do asmr it's called my life after i became a dummy microphone one morning this guy becomes a microphone that looks like a head and it looks like it blushes as girls do ASMR videos with the microphone. I don't think it's as dirty as what it kind of insinuates, but I think it's... I don't really know what the true storyline will be. It's kind of he just turns into a microphone and maybe lives his best life. Who knows? I don't think that's going to specifically be on my watch list, but I do... I think I need to watch the first episode just to see it and just to kind of experience that series. So speaking of anime series for Isekai, I've made a little list of some of the ones that I think are worth discovering and worth checking out if you're thinking of jumping into this genre or maybe ones that are a little bit more interesting than different types of anime from other genres that we've seen. So the first is The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated as an Aristocrat. I really enjoyed this series. It's not super long and it's about a universal kind of figure and she is getting all these assassins to try and take out a specific target that she has in mind and all the ones that she has or has tried start failing and she time after time gets a different person and she spirits them away into a realm where she wants them to take out a specific target it's really really good i i I thought this was going to be a series that maybe I could dip into now and again, but I got really hooked into this series. It's really, really good. It's definitely worth a try. The next anime is called No Game, No Life, and it's by Madhouse Production. And the two main protagonists on this one are both Hikiko Moris that also happen to be Master Gamers. After being challenged to a game of chess by the god Tet and winning, they are thrust into a fantasy world called Discord and in here, in that world, no one can hurt each other and all disputes are settled with games. So not only does that present an interesting picture of conflict, it's just a video game that you kind of have to go at. But there's a lot more at stake with what has to happen with the game. It's, either, it's like a decision making. It's a little bit like the concept of flipping a coin, but more focused on the idea of playing video games. The next one is immensely popular and it's one of the most popular ones in the actual genre itself. Overlord is all about a story where a guy gets stuck as his strong character, Ains, in a world very similar to an MMO he used to play. As the Lord Ruler of Nazarick, their priority is the lives of his people and he does not take threats lightly. Overlord's protagonist does not necessarily start out as evil, but there are some events that happen that kind of sway him that way. The next series I believe has become quite popular, but I have not actually had a little look at it yet. So the next one is That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. This is all about a corporate worker, Mikami, who is stabbed by a random killer and he's reborn to an alternative world, but he turns out to be reborn as a slime. So like an actual blob of slime. So thrown into this new world with the name Rimuru... He begins his quest to create a world that's welcoming to all races. So that sounds like it's a lovely storyline, I have to say. It's run for a few series, I believe now it's got three series listed on Crunchyroll. So it's a great one to get started with if you want in more of a, maybe a softer introduction to the genre. Or maybe just a nice, kind of wholesome Isekai anime to get started with. The next one on the list, I think I really need to jump into. I love anything or any series. It's got something to do with more like the devil and things like that. It's more of a darker theme, but it doesn't have to be something really dark every time. But the next one is called The Devil is a Part-Timer. And foiled by a hero when he is inches away from conquering the world, the devil finds himself in a modern day Tokyo. With no real world skills to speak of, the devil is forced to make ends meet, flipping burgers at a fast food joint. It looks like a parody of McDonald's. To stall any further plans of world domination, the hero tracks the devil's trail and takes on the lowly task of the telemarketer. That just sounds like an epic anime to watch. That sounds so fun. I think that one is definitely going on my Crunchyroll to watch list. The next anime on the list has a kind of similar theme and it's called Welcome to Demon School, Irumakun. So Suzuki, human, 14, one day finds himself taken against his will into the world of demons. To add to his predicament, his doting owner and self-appointed grandpa, in quotes, is the chair demon at his new school. In order to survive, Iruma must deal with a student who challenges him to a duel, a girl with adjustment issues and so many more crazy, scary beings. This series looks so much more colourful than what I thought it would be or what you'd expect it to look like. The characters look very larger than life with very colourful, very vibrant designs so if you're into a very vibrant looking anime, this could be a great shout for you. The next anime on the list has really taken the Izkai genre by storm and it's become one of the most popular ones on the entire genre. So it's called Sword Art Online. I'm sure you've heard of it, maybe you've not watched it but I'm sure you've heard of it or at least seen it somewhere on the Crunchyroll homepage. So it's about, in the near future, a virtual reality massive multiplayer online role-playing game called Sword Art Online has been released where players control their avatars with their bodies using a piece of technology called Nerve Gear. One day, players discover they cannot log out as the game creator is holding them captive until they reach the 100th floor of the game tower and defeat the final boss. However, if they die in the game, they die in real life. So this is where we start to see the more techy side of izakai really starts to take shape and really come into its own. Sword Art Online has become one of the most popular ones and with that description it's really clear to see why. If you're into VR and technology and anime, this is definitely a really good shout for you for izakai. So those are my recommendations, there are some on there that I have yet to watch but they've been on my watch list for a while and they're ones that I think are the really good representations of the variety of the izakai genre. We've also gone through the history of the izakai genre and both from a manga sense and an anime sense. And I think it's really interesting to know that this anime genre that's taking a really large portion of the anime industry actually started centuries ago with literature and more light novel work. It's always fascinating as well when we start to see, we saw how kind of pure the original work was from the literature, the Japanese literature. And we've now gone all the way through to sword art online that's all about technology and delving into a new world that's where you're actually trapped in that world i think it's interesting to see these stories develop over the decades and over the times thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Chibit and chilled the anime podcast i hope you've enjoyed it i hope you've learned something i definitely have Down in the show notes you'll find links to all of my Etsy shops, my social media and more. My Etsy shop is full of anime merch illustrated by me. Chibi style artwork that's cute and features on a range of merch. Including phone cases, prints and much more coming very soon. And on there you'll find anime characters from a bunch of your favourite series. Including Sailor Moon, Attack on Titan, Black Clover... Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, and much more. Be sure to follow the shop on Etsy and you'll be notified of every behind the scenes photo, every sale, and every new product launch. If you're a mega fan of anime, then why not check out my brand new Patreon monthly subscription club. There are three tiers of membership, Chibi Fan, Chibi Super Fan, and Chibi Mega Fan, with each tier being better than the last. Each month, for one cost, you'll receive free prints, free downloads and much, much more, including exclusive behind the scenes videos, photos and more of how I create my prints and anime themed artwork. If you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you, then why not check out my Patreon. The link's down below. I'm sure you'll love being a part of the Chibit Weeb fan club. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime themed cards on my Thoughtful.co.uk creator profile which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful you'll find a bunch of anime themed cards such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by Thoughtful.co.uk with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime-themed cards over on my Instagram with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace Exclusive Apple Podcast Exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.